This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hello and welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips. I'm Sam Ferris here with Martin Gabor. Say g'day, Martin. G'day, Martin. Don't Forget Your Tips is a weekly podcast for you, the footy fan. Let's try to get that extra edge in your footy tipping comp. Today, we're looking at round four of the NRL season. Gabs, before we do that, let's quickly look back at the previous round. The Sharks looked slick. The Bunnies got off the mark. The Cowboys proved way too good for the Broncos and the Eels. One, probably the match of the year today. We're only three rounds in, so uh, lots of footy to come. Some wild results, and it led to the squid getting four out of eight. Yeah, and the excuses have come in early from the squid. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> for a squid, he complains about water a fair bit. He is over this <laughs> rain. He's also not happy with the comebacks, the late changes, and a few other things, but maybe things will steady out this week and he can bounce back in style. Full of excuses, the squid. All the time. Okay. Sounds like someone I know. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into this week's games. <laughs> We're starting off on the Gold Coast for round four. This one's on Thursday night, 8.05 p.m. kickoff. All times for Australian Eastern Daylight Time. This is the Tigers against the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, let's start with the host scabs, the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, let's go with a glass half full, half empty approach. Apologies if you're lactose intolerant. The Titans, <laughs> they're going to be without their leading try scorer, Philip Sami. But there is good news, Fez. They still have Brian Kelly. He scored three times this season and has crossed in his past two games against the Tigers, so they do have some cover there. But the Titans, they really cannot afford to switch off again this week. They gave up a 22-point lead last week, and that's the second time it's happened in 12 months. It's really an area they have to fix if they want to finish in the top eight. Are you just assuming this glass is full of milk? Yeah, I mean... You can fill it with other liquids, Gabs. uh, Go for it. Orange juice, if you're really that keen. The squid would prefer (laughs) seawater. Salt water, should I say. Uh, What about the Tigers? Um, How are they looking going to this one? Well, co-captain Ken Marmalo, he loves playing the Titans. He's actually won nine of his 11 games against them. That's the most he's had against any team in the NRL. But the Tigers, they remain the only winless team this season. If you go back to last year, they've lost six games in a row. You don't need to remind me as a Tigers <laughs> fan, Gabs. It hasn't been a great start to the season for the Tigers, but uh, who's the squib taken in this one? No sinking ship. Even after last week, he's sticking with the Titans. The Titans for the squib. <laughs> Let's go to Friday night, 6 p.m. This one's at Points Bet Stadium, also known as Shark Park. This is the Sharks against the Newcastle Knights. The Sharks coming off that big win against the Dragons last week. They are, and one of their veteran players has a big milestone this week. In fact, it's probably the biggest milestone you can get in rugby league. Aiden Tolman is playing his 300th game on Friday night. And you know what? He actually really enjoys playing the Knights. So he has 15 tries in his career. Three of those have been against Newcastle, and if my maths is still all right after high school, that is 20%. But the Sharks, they've lost four in a row against Newcastle, including both games last year. 15 tries in 300 games, what percent is that? Uh, what, 5%? Exactly 5%. 30 would be 10%. Divide that by two, and I'm pretty sure you get five. One in 20 games. <laughs> 
when did he last score? Maybe he's due for this one. Uh, what about the Knights? They've got a big name coming back. Yes, well, it's actually a short name if you're going by letters, but it is Kalen <laughs> Ponga, and he is probably their best player and one of the best in the NRL. He led the team with 14 tries this last year, and that was in just 15 games, so they'll be hoping for some more attacking spark from him. The Knights, they don't like playing down south. They've lost four in a row in the Shire. Shark Park, squids don't like sharks, but who's he going with? He doesn't like the Sharks, but he loves a milestone. He's given Aiden Tolman a win in game 300. So he's going with the Sharks. <laughs> yes. The second game on Friday night is at Blue Bet Stadium. This one's out at Penrith. It's the Panthers against the Rabbitohs. 8.05pm kickoff. This is the rematch of last year's grand final, Gabs. It certainly is, which, of course, Penrith won in a thriller. And Penrith, they love going back home. They've won 18 in a row in Penrith going back to 2019. That is some sort of record. But history says they might have a little bit of trouble on Friday, and that's because defending premiers have lost the past two grand final rematches. Bit of a spooky stat on a Friday, not the 13th. So it is April Fool's Day though, isn't it? No joke. No joke. Uh, what about the Rabbitohs? Well, they've got a guy called Cam Murray who some people are saying is the best lock in the game. He scored a try last week, set two up, led the way with 42 tackles and made 152 metres. That's uh, pretty good, Fez. He's also your favourite player. I oh, absolutely love him. <laughs> yep. uh, but even with Murray in the team, the Bunnies, they've lost six of their past seven against Penrith and that, of course, includes the grand final. All right, so which way is the squid going with history on Southside? It is on Southside technically, I guess, but that home ground advantage is a bit too hard for him to ignore. He's sticking with Penrith. The first game on Saturday is at 3 p.m. It's the Warriors against the Broncos. This one's at Morton Daly Stadium in Redcliffe in northern Brisbane. Uh, let's go with the Warriors, Gabs. Yeah, well, the Warriors, they're going to be looking to lock Josh Curran for a bit of inspiration. He's actually coming second out of all the forwards when it comes to Daly M voting this year. So they're going to be looking for another big game from him like he did last week in their win over the Tigers. But, Fez, the issue for them seems to be scoring points. They've now gone five games if we go back to last year without reaching 20 and a bit of a spooky one they've scored exactly 16 in three of those games they scored 16 last week when they beat the Tigers, 16 points to 12. Uh, what about the Broncos? Well, they've got absolutely no problem making metres. They've, in fact, got four players in the top 18 in that stat, and that's the most that any team has in the metre-eating department. But the problem is they're just not taking advantage of the field position. They've made seven line breaks this season, and that's the fewest in the NRL. The meter eaters. It's a good footy name. Uh, what about the squid? Which way is he leaning in this one? Yeah, I think the purple people eaters or something is taken, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to move past that. Uh, the squid's tapping me on the shoulder. He's tipping the Broncos. We're going out to Mudgee for the second game on Saturday. This one's at 5.30pm between the Sea Eagles and the Raiders. A bit of country footy, Gabs. Let's start with the home side, which is Manly Sea Eagles. Yeah, we're going out to Mudgee and we're going out on a bit of a deep dive, so bear with me here. <laughs> so... Manly, they snapped a losing streak last year with a 13-12 win thanks to a daily Cherry Evans field goal for their first win of the year. The following week, they went to Mudgee and won 36-0. Last week, Manly, they snapped a losing streak with a 13-12 win thanks to a daily Cherry Evans field goal for their first (laughs) win of the year. And guess what? As you said, they now play in Mudgee. Let's see what happens. The issue for them, Fez, 
They've only scored five tries this year, despite having guys like Tom Trebojevic, and that's the equal fewest in the league. So you're telling me Manly are going to win 36 deals? No, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> They're just the stats. Uh, what about the Raiders in this one? Well, they seem to be hard to handle this year because no team has broken more tackles this year than the Raiders. They already have four players in double digits after just three games. But Canberra, they've lost seven of their past nine games against Manly. So maybe that 36-point stat could come into play. The squid isn't actually in here with us. He's not physically touching <laughs> on the shoulder. But which way is he going on this one? Uh, well, I can read his mind. He is tipping <laughs> manly. The final game on Saturday is at Queensland Country Bank Stadium up there in Townsville. This is the Cowboys against the Roosters. Let's go with the Cowboys first. Gabs, they came off a big win against the Broncos last week. Yeah, and one of the main reasons was Jeremiah Nana. A lot of hype about him this week and actually quite a few teams trying to buy him, but it does sound like the Cowboys might keep him. He is the joint try scorer this year after his hat-trick last week against Brisbane, so he's definitely one to keep an eye on. But one guy who doesn't like playing the Roosters is Kyle Felt. He's conceded eight tries in his past three games against them, so he might be one they look to target. Look out, Billy Smith on the <laughs> wing for the Roosters or Tupo, well, two wingers for the Roosters. Uh, yeah, Nanai, he's the equal leading try scorer in the NRL this year and a hot ticket in our fantasy comp. Uh, what about the Roosters? They don't have their coach gaps. They don't, but they have won three in a row against North Queensland and all of those have been by 14 points, although not all of them have been as easy as they look on the scoreboard. They will be, as you said, without coach Trent Robinson and that's a big loss because he's won three three comps since he joined them in 2013. Yep, Robbo has got COVID, so he's out for a week. Uh, okay, what about the squid? Where's he going? No Robbo, but he's sticking with the RO theme. He's tipped the Roosters. Two games left. The first one is on Sunday at 4.05pm. This one's at Amy Park in Melbourne. It's the Storm against the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs have been the surprise packet in 2022. And the Storm, well, they're always consistent. Let's go with the Storm. Yeah, the Fox is back. Yeah. But this time playing for the Dogs. Now, the Storm, they have won six in a row against Canterbury. And in their past two games against them, scored 93 points. So plenty of tries there. The Storm seemed to have a little bit of an issue with discipline. They've conceded 26 penalties this season, which is the most in the NRL. And what about those dogs? Well, you say that they're the surprise packets, and I guess the area they've really fixed up is their defence. Last year, they had the third worst defence in the league, but this year, they've conceded the second fewest points after three games. But on the flip side, a lot has been made about Canterbury's new recruits and what they can bring to their attack, but they still have the worst attack in the league with 28 points, so it's still taking a little bit of time to click. Gabs, you're a Storm supporter, but the squid is impartial. Which way is the squid going? He certainly is, and he hasn't been influenced by me (laughs) at all, but he has tipped the Storm. The last game of round four is the Eels up against the Dragons. This one's at 6.15pm at Combank Stadium out there in Parramatta. Let's go with the home side first, Gabs, the Parramatta Eels. Yeah, and let me just start with an omen here. The Eels, they have scored exactly 12 points in three straight games against the Dragons. So, again, let's just see what happens. And Fez, only three players this year have had four or more tri-assists, and guess what? 
Two of them just so happen to be playing for Parramatta. That'll be their halves, Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown. But if we go back, there's another omen that works against Parramatta. The Eels, they lost to the Dragons at Combank on a Sunday at 6.15 last year. All right, if you're superstitious, <laughs> might be leaning towards the Dragons in this one. What about uh, the Dragons? Well, winger Michele Ravalawa, we have spoken about him before on the show. He scored in every game he's ever played against the Eels. He's actually got five tries in four games against them, so there's something about Parramatta he just loves. A bit like Melbourne, though, discipline has been an issue for the Red V. They've had three players sent to the sin bin in their back-to-back losses, so... Footy's pretty hard with 13 on the field. It's a lot harder with 12. No doubt. Uh, what about the squid? Which way is he going? Well, he doesn't know about the 12-point thing, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's, tipping, he's tipping Parramatta. He's going with the eels. All right, before we go, Gabs, uh, you've been reading his mind all day. Uh, tell us the squid's tips one last time. Sure thing. That'll be the Titans, Sharks, Panthers, Broncos, Sea Eagles, Roosters, Storm and the Eels. Those are the Squid's tips, but remember, make up your own mind. We're giving you the facts. It's up to you to lodge your own tips. Uh, That is round four of NRL done. If you're an Aussie Rules fan, check out our round three episode on the AFL. That's out now in your favorite podcast app or in the Footy Live app. Also remember, we have a weekday sports news podcast called Sport Today. It covers the big news, the quirky stories, and we throw in a bit of pub trivia as well. It's all under 10 minutes, ready in your favorite app by 6.30am Monday to Friday. Check it out. Good luck as always. And remember, don't forget your tips.